I'm Savannah. And I'm Hope. And this is the Classy Chicks Podcast. We're both pro-life activists from Chicagoland area. But now I'm in Florida. We love to talk about faith, femininity, and all aspects of the pro-life movement. Can't forget our classy and trashy moments. Start every week off classy with the Classy Chicks episode. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Whoa, that was wrong. <laughs> I, I, I thought in my head, I was like, wait, I said happy. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what day do I say it is? Why do we want to celebrate? Well, happy Monday, everybody. Yeah, so it's a Monday, but actually, I should see. I want to know if it's after the 4th of July or not. Um, oh, no, our next podcast comes out on 4th of July. So, you know what? Oh. I Happy Independence Day. I hope your guys' 4th of July was fun. <laughs> yeah. Go America. 4th of July. I just love that holiday. Oh, I'm so excited for 4th of July this year. I mean. What are you doing? Okay. So my friends and I. So last 4th of July, I got the flu. Um, and for those of you who don't know, 4th oh of July God. is my favorite holiday. Call me a pagan. I don't care. It's my favorite. Um, yeah, it's mine too. Really? Yeah, yeah. No one, everyone's like, that's so weird. Fourth of yeah. July isn't even that important. And I'm like, no, Fourth of July is the best holiday. No, it's definitely it's always been my favorite holiday. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Christmas and all, but like, of course. It's, you know, there's something about being able to run outside barefoot in shorts, getting eaten by mosquitoes, watching fireworks. Yeah. It's definitely like a nostalgic holiday, yeah. I feel. I love Fourth of July. Um, yeah, so last year I was at work on the 3rd of July and I was supposed to work like a five hour shift at the country club and then go babysit for a 4th of July party. And I was so excited because we were going to have a taco truck and then I got sick at work. So I was sick Uh, all of 4th of July weekend and we celebrate the 3rd of July and 4th of July. And so I didn't get to do anything last year. So my, my 4th of July celebrations start on my birthday because the second, so my birthday is July 2nd. And so we have like a party or whatever I do. And then the third, whatever, we have like a 4th of July party normally with, normally with like family, I'll celebrate on the third or the fourth and then friends I'll do the other day. But I didn't realize your birthday was approaching that quickly. I thought it was mid July for some weird reason. No, it's, it's in like two weeks. Yeah. You guys. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. <laughs> no, it's just, I'm just excited because there's so many random things that you wouldn't expect that you have to be 21 for yeah not even not even the drinking but just like going to venues that you have to be 21 to get into yeah well you know friends they like to go dancing like like swing they live in texas so like right Mm -hmm. but you have to be um i think in some areas you have to be 18 and in other areas they want to be 20 they have to be 21 it's like they don't really know dancing yeah Yeah, Yeah. so that yeah yeah, there's just so many, so many things that are going to be so much easier. Uh, hotel reservations. Like I've, I've done hotel reservations since I was like 18, but there are certain ones I've gotten almost denied like twice. And like, you can't tell until you get to the hotel and then they're like, show me your ID and you're not 21. You're like, what the heck am I supposed to sleep on the streets? Like what is, so there's just a lot of things that are going to be easier. So I'm excited. Right. 
Right, exactly. So, you know, that'll be cool. Yeah. So 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to go up to um, Kenosha Beach for the day. And, you know, we're going to pack like a, one of those picnics that last you all day long. And we're just going to go from like, you know, probably like 10 in the morning until like later in the evening. And then we're going to drive back here before it gets dark um, for the fireworks and stuff, because our parents don't want us in Kenosha late at night. <laughs> Oh yeah, Kenosha for the fire. Mm, yeah, yeah, probably not. So we're gonna drive back here to Safe Old Hawthorne Woods. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure like exactly 100% what I'm doing, but it's I'm gonna have a party with friends. We're probably gonna spend the day at the beach and then do fireworks at night. I don't know. Normally, I spend the day on the Fourth of July with my family because it's kind of a tradition. We used to spend the day at a country club, but then. Uh, my great-grandparents died, so we are not members of that anymore, but we did that all growing up, and then I spend, like, the night time with my friends, and then the next day. It was nice last year, actually. Do you remember? I don't know if it was like this for you, but I had a four-day weekend because of, Fourth because of the way that the 4th of right? July landed. What? 4th of July was on a Sunday last year, right? It was on a Sunday, so we had Monday off. Oh, I didn't I know. I don't think that's the case this year. Well, actually, I think Fourth of July is. Is it Fourth of July on a Monday? Yeah. Oh, so it's like the same. It's just flip flops. Right. So it's the same. It's just. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's like, literally the weekend. It's just you know, yeah. But also, I think the second was on a Friday, so I took that off for my birthday. So I think that's why. I just oh, remember you had nice time off. That I had that a time. Nice. I wish my birthday was Fourth of July weekend. I feel like I'd love that so much. My it's so it's like, just it's like Halloween. yeah and because the thing is I don't really like my birthday that much like I don't like it the attention what I am obsessed with like my birthday. birthday I take after my mom <laughs> oh my gosh of course you are well, I'm just like not mom. a huge fan of it go ahead so I like when it's like merged with something else so mm. that because I love celebrating don't get me wrong I love parties <laughs> I love celebrating I just don't like celebrating myself. So when it's like merged with this other holiday, we can just be like, hey, we're celebrating 4th of July and my birthday. Nice. That's so fun. Um, yeah, my mom's birthday is on the 31st of the month. So she, my dad- Of June? No, um, May. Um, but So my dad, the entire month, just, it, it's her birthday month. And then it's, you know, the big- that and is funny. That is funny. It's her 50th. And so we got to put on something big for her. That's a big one. Yeah. Big one, yeah. Birthdays is fun. I like other people's birthdays. I'm excited for my birthday this year. Um, I'll be. Oh, yeah. 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 That'll be nice. That'll yeah. be nice. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So should we do classy and trashy moments? Yes, we should. I have like blisters in my hands and I have no clue why oh my gosh okay actually no go ahead because I know what my trashy moment is this week oh, <laughs> um trashy moment is I wrote up a to-do list for today um and I haven't done any of it yet now the the, the reason that's fair I hope you're lazy but I have not been feeling great and so I was like um we're gonna lay on the couch and watch what is a woman instead um <laughs> <laughs> that show infuriated me okay that's the one that daily wire 
Mm-hmm. Matt Walsh does it. Yeah. Where, what is it on? Cause I need so to watch it's, you. So, okay. So what you have to do is you have to get a subscription to the daily wire. So yeah, basically what everyone I know is doing is they're just buying it for this month so they can watch okay. it and then they're just canceling it. Okay. Um, I need to watch that. It's really good. Or like find a friend who bought it for the month or whatever and just sign right. up. I'm sure I can just find someone. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, very well done, but it was very infuriating. I really? mean, like, what's, what's the general premise of it? Like, so what, what? he interviews every kind of person out there, like, you know, cisgender or trans or, you know, non-binary or medical professionals or people who actually perform the surgeries to transition. Um, somebody from Planned Parenthood, a psychiatrist who's anti-trans or whatever, so they call her transphobic, just all of like everyone. Mm-hmm. And they, he starts asking them all these questions about that kind of general idea, like transgender stuff and just woman and gender and sexuality and all that stuff. And then he ends every single interview with what is a woman and like, nobody mm-hmm. can answer it. And it is. And when people told me this, I was like, wow. oh, come on, they got to get some, <laughs> but they're always like, turn off the cameras. Uh, we're done with this interview. And they just take yeah. off. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I, I need to watch that. I've seen it all over the place, but I was just I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know where to watch it on. My cousins actually watched it and they were, they were very impressed with it. And I was happy to hear that because mm-hmm. you know, they didn't always agree with right. the more conservative view for a while. Um, right. But it just goes to show when you put it in the light, like you see, um, you know, people can be like, oh, just live your life, do whatever you want. But then you start asking those questions and stuff like that. Like they even ask the question of like, you know, what is your reality versus my reality? And the guy's like, well, we're having this conversation. That is reality. And she's like, is it though? I mean, are we really having this conversation? And I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like this relativist stuff. I mean, the thing is for the past year, the past like three years, honestly, things have just been getting more and more and more polarized. And I think that the more polarized they get, the more we're seeing the the fact that the left or you know what what might have used to be kind of like an in-between or there, there used to be an in-between area there's not so much an in-between area anymore so you kind of have to choose t- sides mm-hmm. I agree um, and also I totally agree with you about asking questions just recently I've when when I talk to anyone you know who is pro-choice you just ask them what is an abortion like okay I'm for a woman's choice I'm for what is that choice Okay. And then what is an abortion? And when they answer that question, you kind of get more insight into what they're actually thinking and why they actually are okay with it. Or if they actually know what it is, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's really, questions are very important downtown this week. And oh my gosh, you would have loved it. Um, you know, we were doing the activism or whatever, but it's cool being downtown because I was passing out literature. And so passing out literature and there's all these people and I get to talk to all these people because they're not in a car where they can drive away. Like they're right mm-hmm. there for me waiting for the traffic light to change. Yeah. Standing right next to them. And there was this guy who, who was like, who denied the flyer. And I asked him why. And I was like, and he was like, and he turns to me, he goes, do you believe gay men should, should be able to adopt? And I didn't want to get in that conversation. So I was like, it's not really a topic I've really thought about, but do you think that a baby should die? Just right. for given like, reason? stop. I'm sorry, but stop changing the conversation. I was listening to some reruns of governor Pritzker's press conferences 
of when the Dobbs leak happened. And that was just such a blur of activity that I forgot how crazy the things he said were, you know, that this is not with the Supreme Court ruling of Roe v. Wade. They don't just want to take away our abortion rights. They want to ban transgenders. I'm like, dude, this has nothing to do with this. It's the other thing to do with this. So return Roe, otherwise you're going to take our birth control away. And don't get me wrong, birth control is like horrible. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little today, but but it doesn't have any, it's not- Roe versus oh, we're not talking about birth control right now. I, I we're literally we, talking about one issue. Yeah. I'm like, here's the thing. People are like, oh what? So you think that like, you know, just because abortion should be banned, okay. Well, you think that, you know, birth control should be banned and that vasectomy should be banned. And I'm like, look, here's the deal. Morally, I know that it's wrong. I know that both of those things are very, very wrong. But I'm not worried about that right now because I'm just trying to save these innocent babies that are being slaughtered right. by thousands each day. I feel like it's a totally and different it's it's topic. a different thing. Like I don't think I don't know. Maybe maybe I shouldn't say this, but I I don't think that I think that birth control should be banned, right? Because I do think that we have a right to our bodily autonomy and we have a right to decide what we put in there, right? I'm never going to use birth control. I think birth control is wrong we'll get into that a little bit more later but it doesn't involve the killing of another life it doesn't involve taking someone's life you know it's the same thing with homosexuality like obviously it is not rightly ordered it's not the way god intended it to be but i'm not fighting it right now because you're not it it doesn't involve a third innocent party and that's what i'm concerned about um and you know like go ahead and ruin your own life but don't take anybody else's life yeah like you know (laughs) Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's, it's that, it's that whole idea. So okay. I've been kind of like this kick of like women's health lately, just kind of learning more about it and learning, learning more about my body and stuff like that, just because I, you know, have had, you know, ups and downs with like my weight and, you know, different like symptoms of periods. Like it's just fluctuating. Now I will say I have always been consistent with my cycle. So that's nice, but I still want to learn more about my body and stuff like that. Right. And it's, I mean, the beauty of a woman. Um, and so this morning or not this morning, you know, lately I've just been talking about how beautiful a woman's body is and how gifted we are and how unique it is that we can bear life. And part of that is our cycle. Like that's just part of it. That's, that is essential in order to be able to have kids. Like that is very, very important. And so like, I'm not going to be like, you know, our menstrual cycle is beautiful because it sucks, but it's part of the beauty of motherhood and it's part of the beauty of womanhood. And I'm not going to deny that. So anyways, I talk about how important this is and how important, you know, it is to like when, when, and if I get pregnant one day to take care of myself when I'm pregnant to eat well and do this, that, and the other, and to allow my, yeah. And not only, not only when you are pregnant, you know, it starts now it starts. I remember I totally kind of had this realization actually, wait, before we get into this, let's do our classy and trashy moments. Wait, hold on. Let me finish my thought real quickly before I forget. Um, so you took the words like literally right out of my mouth. So anyways, that was kind of like why I didn't get to my to-do list today was because I was like, yes, I have things to do and work is important, but my body is very important and it's screaming at me to go lie down. And so I'm Mm going to go do that. Yeah. So, um, trashy that I didn't do my to-do list, but classy that I'm actually listening to myself now. Love it. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. That's a good one. That's a good Thank one. You. Yeah, so my trash and classy moments actually combine together too. So my classy moment is last night. So I do nannying at nights 
and um, on the weekends, not every night and not every weekend, but just certain times because I still work full time during the day uh, in communications. But I, I honestly love nannying and I love kids and it's, it's great. It's a great situation that I've worked out so far. So last night I was not scheduled to nanny and I was hanging out with my friends. We were doing some stuff, watching some movies and the uh, dad of this one family that I'm nannying with texts me that the mom's in the emergency room. This is at like 9.30 p.m. She's like, the mom's in the emergency room and the baby won't eat for me. He's like, I need you to come over and feed the baby because the baby just won't. You know, so sometimes it's something about being a woman, I promise. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really is because I've seen him, you know, try to feed her and it's just like the, the baby won't take the bottle. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, I was so tired. And I was like, I really don't want to go over. But I was like, I really need to go over. Mm-hmm. So I went over at 10 last night. And then I was there till 5 a.m. <gasps> and I was not. <laughs> so the plan was he was going to go to the emergency room and like see his wife and all this stuff. Is she okay? And, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Um, but they were going to get home. It was going to be, I was only going to be there for a few hours. That didn't happen because, you know, emergency room stuff, whatever. But then I was going to sleep and this baby wouldn't go to sleep. So it was just like, I don't know. I was, I was saying a bunch of rosaries and, and watching Outer Banks and, (laughs) (laughs) but my trash all night, literally my trashy moment is that I haven't, I used to be really good at classiest moment you went. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but I used to be good at like driving home in the middle of the night, like totally fine, totally awake. Living that party life. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but this wasn't even partying. This time I don't remember my drive home from the house. I don't remember how I like unlocked my door. Like I really don't remember that. So thank the Lord I got home safe, but that was trashy. Oh my God. I cannot believe that. I mean, what a saint. They got to be so grateful for you. Cause like, yeah, I, I, I was like kind of similar. The mom went into labor two weeks before she was supposed to, um, mm-hmm. and they weren't expecting it. So anyways, I went over at like one o'clock at night and I was, well, maybe 15 at this point, yeah. 15 turning 16. Um, and so I went over cause the kids were comfortable with me. So I went over and I was, again, yeah, I was there until four in the morning when the dad came back. Cause it was like still COVID time. And so the, the dad mm-hmm. couldn't stay at the hospital with the mom when she had the mm-hmm. baby for like a long period of time or something. I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, I, they're my neighbors though. So I just had to walk home. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. so it wasn't bad. I can't imagine driving home. That yeah. Way. It's just when you, when you're in a routine, like when I was in Chicago, I'd just be all over the place. And we I'd go on trips a lot and I'd come home whenever we'd have ground zero tours for Illinois Right to Life, I'd get home at like 4 a.m. Depending on where we were, if I didn't want to stay over the night, if I wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in that routine and now I don't, I mean, I stay out late, but like I'll drive home at like midnight or something. I'm not it's used to that. Yeah. It's way different. Your your body's just, it's just weird. It's just a weird feeling. One of the things I'm looking forward to turning 18 is no curfew, right? The other night though. Mm, That's true because you don't, you don't really have that issue right now. Yeah. So right now my curfew is 10 on weeknights and 11 on um, weekends. And last Mm -hmm. weekend I was like hanging out with my friends at a party and it was like 930 and I was like, I'm so tired. I want to go home. And we all left before curfew. We're all like, we're going to be 18 so we don't have curfew anymore. And then we're all still leaving in time. (laughs) 
I mean, it's like, it's a good practice to not be out super late. I was also really worried uh, driving home last night because the, the Tampa Bay lightning won like the huge, whatever that's called, but like the biggest game. And so everyone was like out drinking and partying and all that stuff. And if I'm listening to myself talk about this, like two years ago, I'd be like, you're crazy because everyone's like, don't, don't go out on the new year's Eve. People are going to be drinking. I'm like, it's fine. I'm not going to, but the older you get, the more you realize like you can't control other drivers, you know, like you can control yourself. You can be totally fine. But being out in a night when there's so many drunk drivers, that's dangerous. And it's like, yeah, you gotta wait. You gotta wait. Uh, New Year's, like after midnight or whatever, because of the amount of drunk drivers, it's like the most dangerous night to drive. But well, you know, something funny, the three most dangerous nights to drive, the first, oh my gosh, I can't talk. The first most dangerous night is the 4th of July. Did you know that? Or wait, no. Actually, I'm getting this mixed up. There's three. I don't know what order it is, but it's 4th of July, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, because that's when all the new college kids come home and party before Thanksgiving and then New Year's Eve. I learned that from a police officer, but I don't remember the order. But those are the three most dangerous nights to be on the road because of jump drive. Okay, so no, not to road trip then. Um, so yeah, maybe no road trips then. <laughs> no, not yeah. Not fun at all. Yeah, but who would have thought the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? No, Blackout I, Wednesday though. It's it's nicknamed Blackout Wednesday because all the kids, all the college kids, come home. Like the new college freshmen come home and they they party with all their hometown people for like the first time. And so oh right, so they're not like used to like how much they can drink. And then they're like driving their parents' you know, cars home. I don't really like. I don't understand why everyone not everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, but like, it seems like a lot of people like to party and get drunk. And I'm like, there's no way there's that many people who like that feeling. I mean, I've never, it's, it's amazing to me. The more, the older I get and the more I see this, it's amazing to me how someone can throw up for hours the night before and then be fine to do it again the next night. I know. Like I have never thrown up from drinking. I never want to that's terrible. Like that. I just, in, it doesn't work in my head. I'm like, how? Well, I hate being sick so much. And to know that it was self-inflicted would make me so mad at myself. I'd be like, Oh, you hate this. Why would you do this? It wasn't even that fun. I know. I know. I know. But I don't know. I shouldn't be talking. Actually, I should be talking. It's no, I should be talking. It's fine. I don't know why I said that. No, I should be talking. I, I was not out until five in the morning last night babysitting. <laughs> I was watching children and drinking coffee and eating eating kid cookies. <laughs> that's a vibe, dude. I'm getting my nails done later today and I'm very excited. Ooh, that's exciting. I know. And I Speaking only- of nails, I used to get my nails done all the time. Well, my roommate has the gel stuff, like the gel kit. And I never, I've tried it before and I wasn't good at it, but like, I love it. You're getting it's so better. easy to do. It's so easy and it stays on for like two weeks and it's just, it's just gel on your nails and it feels so much better than having man hands. I also have a, a tan line for my ring for being outside this week. This week, the high was like a hundred degrees and we were outside working. I heard, I heard. That was, that was a lot, but it was fun. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, we're also twinning with our coffee. Wait, you have coffee, right? Yeah, I always have coffee. I was afraid you're gonna have tea for a second. <laughs> what? Honestly, I do like tea. I love tea, but not really in the morning. I'll drink it at night. Place. 
like yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take it like an ice passion tea in the afternoon no oh worries. yeah that's true ice teas ice teas are good ice teas hit the spot in summer you know I was thinking about it though um at, while we were watching that Matt Walsh thing or whatever he should do a what is a man um because remember when oh, oh yeah a couple podcasts back we went around downtown area um and just started asking a bunch of people what they thought a man was and it was actually pretty good answers that was that was interesting can you speak yeah yeah that's fun so today topic Yeah, let's get into our topic because it's already been like a long time of recording. We, we started talking about it a little bit. We're yeah. going to talk a little bit more about like uh, femininity, women's health. Hope really wants to talk about uh, women's health and um, yeah, just a little bit, a little bit about that, I guess. Yeah. And um, I guess I think it's also really important to talk about this now because we're getting into summer and it kind of has to do with, you know, obviously body image and just taking care of yourself. I'll yeah. share some personal experiences about how summers in the past I've not taken care of myself and like it's not been good. But yeah, go ahead. You want to start, Hope? Um, yes, I do. Um, I do want to let you know that we do have a voice message um, and somebody's oh. asking uh, basically, should Catholics use people's preferred gender pronouns? Oh yeah, that kind of goes along. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I've I mean, never- I don't think it's a tough one because I know the answer is no. I, like, I, I know, I, I know the answer is no, we should not use their, like, if it's a man and he's asking to be called she, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But it's just. But remain respectful. Like, I think that the most important thing to remember yeah. is like, understand that every single person has value and dignity and should be treated as such. Right. Now, does that mean caving to their strange ideology? No, but you should still absolutely treat them with respect. Um, and I think that is first and foremost. And respect does not mean caving to their, you know, whatever their morality yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, no, I think what Hope said is right. You know, um, it's going to differ based on the situation. Don't don't use the preferred pronoun because like, it, you know, God created man and woman and if someone's a man and they're a man for life and if someone's a woman and they're a woman for life, but just try to be respectful about it. Yeah. Can't really, I don't know. It's, it's a hard, hard topic. And I don't know if I've ever really been confronted with it mm-hmm. or like, I've um, never had to deal with somebody because I mean, I do know somebody who's she, they, but it's she, they, so I can still call her she right. and away with it. I don't know anybody who's they, them, or the exact opposite of what they say that they are. So yeah, personally, I've never had to run into it. Um, the other option is just call them straight by their name. Right. That's a good idea. If just call them by their name. That's, that's, I think that's a better idea. And just I don't think that don't it's a hard topic for the fact that like we don't know the answers. I think it's a hard topic because you're so quickly shut down. Um, no, exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's hard because you want, like I said, in the episode, a few episodes prior, like you want to be a nice person and you want to be accommodating to people and you don't want to cause these big issues and make you like seem like an evil person, but you know, there's right and there's wrong. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, women, women, let's see. I personally think, and I did a lot of writing on this last uh, last summer, and I should honestly show some of it to you or, or post some of it on social media. Yeah, you should. 
I did a lot of writing and it was all done in adoration. So it was, you know, all good stuff. Um, and, you know, talking about a lot all about- All Holy Spirit inspired. <laughs> talking a lot about like <laughs> the dignity of women and the beauty of a woman and, you know, um, all of that awesome stuff. Um, but I've been thinking a lot more about women's health and I was talking to a girl, trying to make this as vague as possible. Um, not that it's gossip per se, but I always just want to make sure while podcasting that I am representing everyone with that respect. Um, so basically, um, we were kind of just talking about, um, how, uh, you know, some people by luck of the draw can get pregnant very, very quickly. Um, and, uh, I was just talking about how interesting that is. And she was like, yeah, of course they got pregnant right away. They weren't using protection. And I was like, that that's not how it works. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, for example, and I am okay saying this, for example, my brother and his wife, um, they didn't get pregnant until six months after they got married. Um, my parents got pregnant with Aaron three months after they got married. Um, and I know people have had to wait years and it's not like due to any complications, but it just doesn't happen sometimes. Right. And the thing is people don't understand that if you, you know, just because you're not on the pill doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to get pregnant right away. Like, so you're not on the pill. So that means that the second you have sex, you're going to get pregnant. And mm-hmm. that, that's not how it works. And I think it's fascinating that our society has made almost every woman believe that if you're off the pill, you're going to get pregnant. And while your chances are much, much higher. And if, no, going along with that, if you don't get pregnant right away, like something's wrong with you. Like, because, because our society has taught that, I don't know, it's just, there's just a bunch of misinformation and just a lot of making things more simple than they actually are, I guess. Like, I wish our society understood women's fertility a little better. Um, because, yeah, and I think it, it really comes though with downplaying the role of a woman, like, oh, it's just, you know, you get pregnant. Oh, you just, whatever. Well, no, like there's, there's a lot of things you can do to, to help yourself get pregnant easily. There's a lot of things you have to do to take care of your body. You know, there's just, so it's just such a whole, um, it's just, there's so much. And I think I first realized this really, I, I don't know. My, my mom talked a lot about it. My mom has always been very into like natural, natural remedies, you know, natural, natural birthing, that all that kind of stuff. But I kind of was just like, whatever, like, I don't really care at this point. This is when I was like 17, 18. I was like, I'm not, not really going to have kids yet. I was thinking I was going to have kids soon, but I was like, not yet. Don't really need to worry about that till I get pregnant. Well, I took for work when I first started working at Illinois Right to Life, like two, two and a half years ago, I took a natural family planning class. Mm. Um, and it wasn't just a class. It was like a seminar. There were like a bunch of speakers and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much I should be doing now to prepare myself for when I do want to get pregnant, you know? Yeah. And, um, and this going along with that, there's so much that you can do kind of unknowingly, like in your, in your teenage years that will, that will make getting pregnant difficult. For example, when I was in my early teenage years, like 13, 14, I didn't, I didn't have an eating disorder, but I definitely like struggled with my body image. And there definitely was like a solid six months where I was 
way too skinny and not just like way too skinny just because it was because I wasn't eating how old were you and so I was like 13 14 I was pretty young I was like freshman in high school like you weighed at that point oh I don't remember now but if you look at pictures from that then you can kind of tell and so there were a few I've always had my period very regularly but there were a few months when I didn't and I remember my mom saying like you might think that this is not a big deal now because you want to look this way, but that can affect, you know, if you don't get your period, you can't get pregnant. So that can affect you in the long run. So I remember that sticking with me. And then when I, and then years later, when I, I attended this, you know, seminar class, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is real. Like we, women need to be from the time you really start your period when you're, you know, I don't even know how old I was. I was pretty young, I think. I was, but, I was 12. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was like 10. I started really young. I was, yeah, I was in like, I don't know, maybe sixth grade, which is, which is young. Which is young, yeah. But from the time you start, you know, that's your, your body's preparing yourself to get pregnant and you need to take care of yourself and different ways for every woman. One thing that's really helped me is taking um, iron pills. I'm not iron deficient. Like I give blood, so I know how much iron I have and I'm, it's pretty good, but the more, it, it just, it just helps boost your system. And there's certain, uh, you know, vitamins you can take. It also helps. I track my period on, do you, do you track your period? Yeah, I do. On the flow app. I love the flow I app. Use flu. Um, what? I had, I had, um, I had, uh, clue or sorry, I had flow for a little bit. Um, but then I, uh, twist over. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I've heard there's better ones out there and I probably should look into it because this one is also like probably six, seven years old now. Yeah. Clue. I mean, there's, there's not a big difference. I just liked the, the simplicity of clue a lot better because I don't need all the extra information right now. I just, I just add in when I got, you know, whatever. Oh yeah. I'm not well, a fan of the uh, blog part. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't read any of that, but my, period is so regular it's like unreal um so it's kind of I feel like really um but yeah it's very nice because it'll make tracking everything later on in life when you know I do looking to you know I think I think what I would likely do is really start tracking like my cycle and everything like not just my period anymore once I get engaged um but you know, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think, I think that's when I would start doing it. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend to every woman, you know, take, take some sort of a natural family planning class. I don't necessarily even think you have to wait till you're married or like wait till you're engaged, take it when you're a single person, because it tells you so much about women's bodies, about your body. Yeah. Like and- it's not just about so important. I mean, I hate that. Okay. So we're going to go into a little tangent here. Um, I was visiting Angelica, um, at the end of May and I sadly got my period and we were kind of talking about pads versus tampons and stuff like that. And I was, I'm so like tampons all the way and she's so pads all the way. And I'm like, what the heck? So we're kind of just talking about the differences and everything. Um, and she goes, you know, pads or tampons, 
they're both filled with chemicals, you know? And I was like, what? She was like, and I think tampons are worse because it's actually entering your body. Whereas pads are just on the outside of your body. And I was like, well, that's concerning because I don't want that. Right. So then, you know, I do some more digging and research. I don't want a bunch of chemicals in my body. Come to find out it's organic tampons that are all cotton are perfectly safe for your body. I luckily was using organic tampons because I already knew there was something off about the other ones. I've never purchased just your generic tampons. I've only ever gotten organic, so I'm good. Um, but when, when I, I wasn't expecting my period, when I went to her house, well, no, I was, I just didn't plan ahead. Um, and so I had to borrow some of hers in the meantime. And so knowing that I had put those chemicals inside me scared me. Right. So I start looking up like the side effects of these chemicals that they put in these, you know, just generic, um, feminine products come to find out these chemicals increase nausea. They increase cramping like, like extremely, um, they increase other side effects like lethargicness. They mess with your hormones even more than a period already does. So you get even more mood swings. So here's my theory. These generic brands like Tampax and things like that, not only do they have these chemicals, but they also give back to Planned Parenthood in some way, like money wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much, but I know that they do. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, they increase cramping, bleeding, nausea, etc. And what do doctors normally prescribe as soon as you come to them with these things? Their fix is birth control. Who is yeah. the largest provider of birth control? it's all it's all linked no i absolutely it's all marketing and linked and this crazy and it's not even just a theory because it's true Mm -hmm. so i totally am like thank goodness i don't use those things because first of all birth control should never ever ever be a fix to your period there are so many other natural ways to do it and healthier ways to do it that birth control should be absolutely out of out of the question Um, but it also is really scary uh, how this all works and is tied in. And you have to buy period products. You have to. You don't have a choice unless you yeah. want to be gross and crunchy. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you have a way to uh, not buy period products uh, or period Let me know. I would like to say tw- say 20 bucks a month. That would be really nice. Um, but yeah, I thought that was crazy. So then all of this is happening. And then like, I'm talking to people about it and I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, I, I just, I cannot believe, like, not only are they pushing, you know, abortion, not only are they pushing birth control, they're also pushing without us even noticing it, these tampon and pad brands that are just hurting us even more. So then we have to go get this birth control. Um, right. It's terrible. And then I found Garnu, which you saw the post yesterday, which is like so cool because it's all organic. They give yeah. to things that are actually beneficial and empower women. Um, and it is so cool. And so that was like an answered prayer for me. And my mom, yeah, I looked at, I looked at their page a little bit and it looks amazing. You know, it's, um, do you want to sit, talk a little bit about them? Yeah. So, sorry. I feel like I've been talking a lot, but I've been on this like thought thing lately. Um, so basically, no, uh, well, yeah, this is kind of, this is kind of your thing. This is what, what you're... yeah. So, um, Oh my gosh. I, I just, there's, I tell, I was telling my mom about it. I was like, mom, they're like the cutest things ever. She goes, tampons are cute. And I was like, somehow they made them cute. Yeah. So no, it's so funny. Hope sent me, (laughs) so Hope sent me these pictures to edit yesterday. 
And I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> like the first one I saw was the, I was just like holding a menstrual cup. And I was like, okay, <laughs> if you say so. And then I looked at this, at this brand and it's pretty awesome. So yeah, tell us a little bit about them. Yeah. So basically, um, Garnu is an all organic tampon brand and there's a pad line coming soon. They also do provide menstrual cups. Um, it's 100% cotton, no chemicals. Like I was stating before, um, which again, will reduce cramping, nausea and other period side effects, which is a total win. Um, but I think that the coolest thing that really got me to switch because I was already using organic tampons. The thing that got me to switch was the fact that most tampon brands give back to Planned Parenthood, which I don't really believe in boycotting, but I do believe in alternatives. Yeah. I think Um, there's a difference between, yeah. And I, I'm 100% agree with you on that. I think there's a difference between saying you have to boycott every company that gives back to Planned Parenthood. Like Amazon gives back to Planned Parenthood. Dunkin' Donuts does. Every place, literally everywhere does. I mean, if you're going to boycott Starbucks, you have to boycott Target, TJ Maxx, Marshalls. I mean, just everything. But what I've found is really helpful is find, find an alternative and you don't have to always use that alternative, but like promote that alternative, you know, talk about how great they are because right. Exactly. And same, same with clothing brands. Hope and I both uh, do stuff for culture of life. I write for culture of life. Hope's going to intern for them pretty soon. They're a fashion brand that gives back to life. Do I only shop at culture of life? No, obviously not. I didn't get this t-shirt from culture of life. It's from Target. Exactly. Yeah. But but when I do have clothes from Culture of Life, you know, I promote them because yes. it's, it's it's just a good thing to do. So yeah, we don't necessarily need more negatives. We just need more positives. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I'm actually working on compiling a list of alternatives um, because again, like I said, you know, you can't boycott everything or boycott period so that, you know, you can, you can find alternatives. So you cannot boycott tampons and pads and things like that if you're a woman. Um Unless, you know, there's some reason you don't have a period, but most women cannot, cannot just be like, mm, I'm going to free bleed because that's kind of gross. Um, and so, I mean, there's, there's, there's that movement, I'm sure. Yeah, there is. It's gross. It's not my thing. <laughs> Basic hygiene. Come on, guys. So it got me to switch because each subscription um, supports feminine hygiene training and female entrepreneurship to Nepali women and girls who are vulnerable to trafficking. And if that's not woman empowerment, I don't know what the heck is because they're empowering women in their entrepreneurship. They're empowering women in their hygiene, but then they're also saving women who are vulnerable to trafficking. And that's like the coolest thing ever. And they're not more expensive than your average period, like product brand. Um, And it's giving back to something that I think even the liberals can agree on that is important. Um, And it's like the coolest thing ever. Um, So I would definitely check them out. I posted it on my social media. You can also use code Hope Miller if you want 10% off because that's always nice. I kind of feel weird using um, codes like that when I'm buying from people like this because I'm like, I feel like that's like part of the point is like to give back and I'm just taking money off. But it's still nice. (laughs) I mean, I see what you mean, but we're still giving money back. And the code is ne- not necessarily for you, Hope. The code is right. for people, other people. Yeah. To get them to buy. Like you're already buying. The code is for other people to, to get them to buy from them. Yeah. I mean, I truly do want everyone to buy from them because it, if first of all, you never have to go. Are you an affiliate? Like, does the code also give you money back? Um, 
You know what? That's a good point. I don't know. You can find um, that out because I'm an affiliate for Culture of Life. So whenever people use my 10% code, I get 10% back. Oh, that's kind of nice. I should definitely yeah. check on that when I enter for Culture of Life. I mean, I do have um, a code with them and an affiliate. So you're probably an affiliate. Oh, okay. That's good to you know. You have to log into your account and see. Okay. That's good and then you can like see who's used the code. Yeah, I've gotten it. It works. It That's works. Really nice. Which is really interesting. So, okay. Yeah. Cause I never really knew why, like, you know, to promote codes like that, but I get it now. That makes way more sense. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, finding I mean, it's not is the key. what uh, I said, yeah. So, finding alternatives is the key. And I think that mm-hmm. that is something I want to work on more because it's beneficial um, and it's helping yeah. other people. And you know, we're not going to change the world one period at a time, but like, it'll definitely help. Um, yeah, right. It's, and and it's always good to support, uh, another alternative brand. A lot of makeup brands are really just, really just, just gross and promote gross things, give back to Planned Parenthood, obviously, but just like promote gross plant things. One makeup plant brand that I really like, it's called Hope Beauty USA, I oh, believe. Did you ever buy from them? No, I still need to. I keep talking about it. I just haven't gone on their website. Well, because, okay, because I had, I was going to buy this one set. I was going to, so basically Hope Beauty USA is a uh, makeup brand that has biblically inspired makeup. It's just really, really pretty, really cool. The story's really cool. I was going to buy, and then the the sets are based around a woman in the Bible. I was going to buy the, I think the Mary. Oh, that's so cool. But they were out of it. So that's actually why. So I don't really use makeup, um, but like- Oh yeah, we did talk about this, didn't I we? I feel like, oh yeah, because we were gonna talk a bit more about body image. So, you yeah. know, we, we can go into um, makeup a bit. Um, cosmetic, is that what it's under? Is that where you find? Wow, this girl mm-hmm. is beautiful. Um, yeah, wow, these are so pretty. I like, oh, Mary, so <gasps> it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's expensive, but a lot of the times these alternatives will be will be expensive. So yeah, well, well it's about Garnier is that it's not that. what makeup makeup makeup's expensive. Help. Makeup, I mean, Walgreens makeup isn't, but like real good makeup that lasts you for a long time is. Yeah, well, I really like this lip kit. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's something I save up for because I do use like lip gloss and lipstick. I use yes. lip gloss, lipstick, mascara, and, and then on a special eyeshadow. When I, I wanted to get, I think the Mary lip kit because I, I use blush once in a while, but I have a lot of blush. Oh yeah. Um, the Mary lip kit is what I'm looking at. Oh, but it's sold out. That's what I'm saying. It was sold out last time I tried to look. Huh. I don't know. Maybe I'll get the Sarah lip kit because yeah, I mean, they're doing really well. They're, they keep selling out of things. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to have those, you know, alternatives that are, you know, just as good, but they give back to something a little better. Right. Um, just like better. better. Yeah. yeah. So um, kind of going back to the whole body image thing. Um, I, um, I don't really know if I've struggled with like body image, but I definitely have a fear of becoming uh overweight and I've had that fear for like a long time like probably since I was like five or six um and it stemmed actually from the movie Wally um so that's where that came from Uh, that's not gone away since so that's a story I was like when I was five and I watched a movie 
I got scared that I was going to be overweight. And that's, that's how it's happened. So I am super, so I don't, I'm healthy. I am healthy. Um, and I'm not overweight. Um, I'm five, three, five, four, somewhere in there. And I'm 140. Um, but it fluctuates, um, between like 140, 145 all around there, which is fine. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm definitely healthy. Um, you know, I wouldn't say, I don't know. I know they say like 20% body fat is like obese. I have no idea what percent body fat I am. Um, I've never even looked. I just know that I look healthy. However, there are some things that make me not look healthy and that is clothing wise. So I'm very, very conscious about the type of clothing I wear because while I'm not really interested in losing weight, I still want to look really pretty um, and feel comfortable in, in, in my own body. And in doing that, I have decided that the way to do that is accentuate my beauty through clothing, hair, a little bit of makeup. Um, and so I take a lot of time to kind of figure out what clothes look good on me. I don't buy anything unless I love it on me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with body image and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really interesting how that works or how you progress in that as you get older and just like just like different stages of your life like not even as you get older just different like there was a time when I feel like I said before when I was so I was so conscious of exactly how much I weighed how much percent body fat I had all this stuff how much I you know I I would run for an unhealthy amount when I was like 13 14 and then kind of all throughout high school you know it kind of stayed with me I my weight would fluctuate but I'd always like be very on top of how much I weighed and how much I was eating and all this stuff. And very focused. Would you say that you were pretty conscious about, you know, your weight growing up? So growing up, not at all growing up, not at all. Then I hit 13 and I was like, Oh my gosh, you know? So basically, and that, and I think it also had to do a lot with the friends that I had at that time. Cause we were all, we were all in on this together, you know, and all focusing on this. So But then it's so interesting because the past few years, the less, the more busy I've gotten, the more I've been an adult, the more I've been worried about adult things. I literally don't like, not that I don't care and not that I don't focus on food. I don't want to eat junk food a lot. Like I don't want to sit and have a whole tub of ice cream. I don't like crave that. I crave other things obviously, but I don't like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to get home so that I can have ice cream and cookies but I also just don't focus I guess I don't think about food that much and I guess it it could well, I am better or not good way because sometimes I need to eat healthy or but it's just when you when you kind of realize and kind of accept that you are a child of God and that you should not be eating a crazy amount, but if you eat a normal amount of food and normal food, like you're probably going to be fine. Then your focus kind of shifts to other things. Right. I, um, I think that's really important. Well, I also don't have like, like I naturally like to eat things that make my body feel good and, um, sweets don't. 
And so like, I like to, you know, eat things that are healthier just cause it makes me feel good. I don't care if I like the taste of ice cream better than I do, you know, watermelon. I mean, I, I do like watermelon more than ice cream, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to eat it because it makes me feel better. Now I won't turn down ice cream. If somebody's like, Hey, you want to go out for ice cream? But I don't really go out and buy a tub of ice cream. Right. Exactly. Um, it's, it's just kind of, I think from my experience is where your focus is. Cause when my focus was all what I'm eating, when I was like logging, I was logging my food that I ate every day at one point, it's an unhealthy obsession with food. So of. why did you log your food? I had this book <laughs> that like, and it was ridiculous. Like this is, this is, I don't know where I got this book from. I don't know what the title of it was, but it was terrible. It was terrible for teenage girls. This was when I was like 13, 14. You cut out these, like these sizes of food portions that they said were good food portions. But like looking back, I'm like, what? Like the piece of pizza was like this big. It was like this tiny triangle of pizza, all this stuff. And you like measure your food to the size of it. It was kind of insane. And so, and then you log your food each day and I wouldn't count calories, but I don't know exactly why I would do that. I kind of just like see what I was eating. And I mean, I've done like food reasons because like, you know, having constant stomach aches or breaking out or bloating. Like oh, I yeah. like, like recently I was having really bad bloating and mom was like, okay, kind of like log your food. Jeez. Um, mom was like, kind of log your food and see, you know, how you feel at the end of the day and see, kind of try and find what's triggering your, you know, your blow. Right. If you're doing um, it for a healthy reason, that's fine. If you're doing it for basically to challenge yourself to eat less and less and less every day, that's not good. Not good. I mean, to be fair though, it's, you know, about 12 o'clock and I have not yet eaten today. Um, and I had a pancake. Oh, good job. Um, <laughs> but you know, I did have coffee, so it might not be the best thing ever, but you know, there's that. Um, and I think that, 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 yeah, that's healthy. I mean, every single person, I feel like every single book has a different take on it and it's kind of weird. Um, and I don't think it's that complicated. I think that, you know, you eat things that make you feel good. I think also something that we don't talk about as women is how it is not vain to look pretty. Um, don't be obsessed with the way that you look by any means, but like you're supposed to be the most beautiful creature. Ah, we're back. Okay. Yeah. We'll stop recording and we'll come back. I hope it's saved yeah. that because otherwise we're yikes. You've been listening to the Classy Chicks Pod. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on our social media at Classy Chicks Pod. And be sure to leave a rate and review. Stay classy, ladies. I'm Savannah Dudzik. I'm Hope Miller. And we'll see you next week. Bye.